0: Hi, I'm Evelyn. And I'm Danielle. Welcome to Sip and Read Podcast, a podcast where two long-distance friends sip some booze, critique some books, and get into some shenanigans along the way. On this season, our very first season, we are reading The Deep by Katsu, a historical fiction novel set during the time of the Titanic with a supernatural twist. So grab a drink, grab your book, and let's do it. oh it's good to be back I feel like it's been so long too long too long man I know I'm sorry too long I feel like every day I kept saying no I can't do it no me too though I've been tired the break was well needed I think for both of us Mm
1: -hmm. to focus on our
0: our education but (laughs) I do I will say I think that this podcast has helped us a lot oh you think so how so because, so, um, we finally started digging into, like, pure fiction books for my English class. Like, um, a couple weeks ago, we were reading um, two Edgar Allan Poe stories, two Nathaniel Hawthorne stories, like, two, like, horror, like, gothic stories, and I feel like it was really helping me, like, um, really analyze what was going on. That's good. Good practice. Yeah. Nice. Is somebody so, there? Oh, <laughs> yeah. My friend Ruby's here. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we were studying before this and I didn't have time to take her home she's oh, okay. <laughs> just so she's going to the bathroom okay um, a live show <laughs> yeah she gets a live little a <laughs> sneak peek into our podcast nice nice but yeah and actually one of the books I was reading really reminds me of the deep because what is it it's like that whole kind of like is it is it really something spiritual that ha- that's happening or is it just like Something actually logical that you're making into this grand spiritual thing, like that, like the whole vibe really reminded me of the deep. So I was like, "Hmm." Yeah, I'm sure it's been done before. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Okay. It's been good. It's ar- It's been alright. It has been. I like how when we started back up, they we were like hella short chapters too. I know. I was like, "Oh, thank God!" I really. I had to look through my past notes because I was like, "Oh shit! What, what's been going
1: on?" I forgot. I
0: know. I got real confident this time. because I didn't take any notes. I was like, I can wing it. Oh, okay. They're okay. short. Okay. Yeah, they are pretty short. Like my notes are, are really short. Okay. Okay. How do you want to split this up? Do you want to do, I do 41, 42, 43. You do 44, 45, 46. Sure. Okay. Oh, okay. Are you drinking anything? Yeah, kind of. I don't okay. have any alcohol. I have like I don't have any like wine or anything or, like beer. I have like hard uh-huh. alcohol, uh-huh. so I'm drinking gin and tonic. Oh, but okay. it's mostly it's mostly just tonic water. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> mostly okay. heavy on the tonic, mm-hmm. light on the gin. Okay. What about you? Um, I'm not drinking anything right now because I had a couple ciders earlier. <laughs> you got a piece of I'm stuff? Le- I'm letting the leftover. <laughs> buzz leaking you said i still got something in there i i, I got some juices i still feel a little strong so i'm gonna let that <laughs> take its course you do that you do that <laughs> okay let me grab my book really quick i can't believe we're so close to the end i know do it's making me a little a little nostalgic audible says i have one hour left <gasps> <laughs> oh my god oh my god okay let me find okay okay so, chapter 41, we're back in Annie's point of view, which I want to say it was her point of view in chapter 40, 40. Let me. Oh, no. It was her point of view in chapter 39. I which think it was when, Caroline's point of view in chapter in chapter 40. Or no. No, it was Steed's point of view in chapter okay, 40. Steeds. But the last thing that happened to Annie was. Remember, she like went batshit crazy, and she got locked in the yeah. cruise quarters because she was acting a fool, basically. So hard to root for. Uh huh. Um. So, the chapter starts off. She's dreaming. Um. Oh wait, hold on. I'm on the wrong t- okay. There you go. So the chapter starts off with a dream or like a hallucination of some sort. She's lying in a field of flowers with Mark. Oh Mark, good old Mark. And they're about <laughs> they're kissing. Yeah, they're kissing. And then when she pulls back, it's actually not Mark, it's Desmond. Um, her forbidden love, the priest. Um, and he does say something interesting. Why did you do this to me, Lord? Forgive us. So, the, it's, like it's like confirmed that I—I I mean, I'm pretty sure they didn't have any kind of other scandalous love besides, um, the fact that he was like a priest, right? That's the only thing mm-hmm. that was like keeping them apart, I'm guessing. Yeah, just the uh, religious aspect. Yeah, just that. Um, yeah, he was a priest. Then she suddenly awakens from that dream. To hear the sound of like the iceberg hitting the ship, it says here the sound was indescribable—a deep reverberating groan, reverberating, reverberating, reverberating. Reverberating. Oh, thank you. (laughs) It's that master is coming in. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking bad. um a deep reverberating groan beneath an, av- an avalanche of glass so f- i had to flip back a couple pages because i forgot i thought that she was just like in her room but i forgot that she like literally they locked her in the the crew's quarters because she was like acting super freaking crazy the last chapter so yeah, she's literally she trapped yeah she's like pretty much in jail um mm-hmm in there she did that coke from um Caroline's oh, yeah i forgot necklace <laughs> or whatever she, it was yeah she was mm-hmm. for, she did a little bit of drug experimentation <laughs> <laughs> so um she's hearing like all of these frantic sounds of like people running um she hears the she literally hears the iceberg hitting the ship um and then she's kind of also she's kind of, it's like it's all coming back to her and she's like oh shit like It's also like, you know, she realized that the baby was being poisoned. You know, she's thinking about Lillian and all of that. So then she hears the sound of like, you know, the bells, like, you know, how servants had the bells that would alert them to if they're freaking, I don't know, the rich people needed help. That's basically what would happen. Uh Uh-huh. The servant bells. Yeah. One of the servant bells goes off and um, she starts kind of like shouting for help. And and no one's really answering until she hears a um, a man's voice and it's Die. Yeah, it's um, not... yeah. And she's like, "Can you help me oh, out?" Good old Die. Di. He's such a he's such a saint. I hope yeah. I hope for the best for him. Although it's not looking good at this point.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Poor
0: no, Di. it's not. Uh, I, mean, I feel kind of I feel kind of sad in this way for him. This whole and this like, whole section Japanese. of chapters that we read, I kind of felt bad because, like, we almost know their fate. It's not looking good for anyone. It guys. happened so fast. <laughs> we we read about them for so long and formed formed whatever kind of bond with them that we did, and then you know, just like that, it was over. <laughs> I know. Um. So die breaks down the door to save her, and then he kind of fills her in. We hit an iceberg. Um. He. Like they don't really have I think this is their first interaction together. I don't think they've ever really interacted before, right? Yeah. Although his name is the same name as the priest that she had a thing with. No, he's die. He's Desmond. Oh, Des. Yeah. It's um, very it's similar. It's really similar. you're right. You're right. You're right. Um he breaks down the oh I told yeah, he breaks down the door to get her. Um as soon as he like kind of helps her out of the room though, he leaves because he's he's on the hunt for um Leslie and i'll like is this titanic oh my god it was giving s- and i i i touch on that later i think on i don't know what next chapter but on one I of the chapters what you're talking i'm like about oh my too. god yeah this I mean, is I definitely very about. much like leo dicaprio vibes right now uh-huh um so he like immediately after he helps her he leaves and he just encourages her to get above deck so that she can get on a lifeboat. So, and honestly, pages 348 to 349, I felt like it was really like an emotional couple of pages because it's like her pushing through all of these different people and all of these different experiences that they're having. And, you know, she like describes a lot of the people she's like pushing through, like a couple of women and then like a a few families that she pushes through. Like they're all having their different, like really traumatic experiences. Because imagine like, imagine if you were on, the titanic not only the titanic but like third class it's mm-hmm. like they all know that they're like the least priority i'm sure they all knew like their fate like most of them were gonna die which is truly what happens it's just like so sad to think about it is <clears throat> and then there's also was an asthmatic woman i really <laughs> i really related to her <laughs> you said it could have been me there's <laughs> also then- people who like who are like either either in denial or too like they were either in denial or they were either too confident about their own they thought they were like above it all that they they weren't gonna die like they thought they were like too like godlike or too invincible to die because yeah like you she noted i think it was her i think it was annie that she was. she also passed people who were like Sitting down smoking a cigar. Oh yeah. Or yeah, things yeah. like that. So like we yeah. had like a Ooh, mix of both. Didn't care. Yeah. Yeah, and like, like we in the in the next I think this in two chapters, like we see Lucille, who like obviously doesn't give a care in the world. Oh, the I hope day, she dies. Like, oh, I know, and obviously in real life she didn't, but I hope in this book she does. I know. Imagine, imagine she was like a saint. <laughs> I actually thought she was a good person. I did too, but she's really not. She's just as bad as all of the other first-class people. Yeah, nothing. nothing's ever black and white. Yeah, a common theme. Yep. So that's the end of um, chapter 41. It's just kind of her trying to get to deck and save herself. Um, the last line of um, chapter 41 was pretty sad. But when the moment thought, they'd see that they were all already long since gone. It's just it's awful like I'm sure that's a, probably a lot what a lot of them were thinking like I'm dead already what am I even doing right now yeah and she wasn't even trying to save herself she was trying to go save Aldine.
1: oh yeah cause like yeah, her yeah. ultimate
0: mission is to save that baby god damn it I know give it a rest girl <laughs> <laughs> at that so point she dies. Been, all right. was <laughs> alright she dies she dies so oh, be it also <laughs> <More Awesome. awful. laughs> yeah <laughs> what <laughs> I was just going to say Audrey might have been better off if she never can look for her in the first place. Yes. Oh my god. We'll get That's we'll cool. get there. Yeah, we'll get there. Okay. So chapter 42 we're in Caroline's point of view. She's holding on Dean. Um this is after the after the iceberg has hit the um, Bo, and even in this one, she makes a couple of op- observation of like different kinds of the passengers. Like, there's a couple of like chaotic, like frantic passengers. Um, but then she also sees a man lighting his cigar as okay, if yeah. on a leisurely after dinner stroll. And like you can even see that in the movie. I hate to relay back to the movie because I feel like we've been doing this this whole time, but it's hard not to. I know and that happened in the movie too like a couple of the first class people were just like super nonchalant like they didn't really think it was happening. Um so she's holding on Dean, Mark uh, uh, apparently went to volunteer to kind of help get the lifeboats ready and stuff, so she's just by herself. That's so and sad. I know. I mean, good on Mark, though, for once he's a redeemable character. I know, but they found they have like a breaking, like a like a breakthrough moment earlier on in the book, like before this oh, happened. Oh, I forgot they had that super dumb moment. Yeah, like <laughs> they were gonna make it work. Oh yeah, he like reproposed to her. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it was all, from all oh, for not, Mark. Oh my god. god. Um, and she kind of just spends this time reflecting. Um, she's reflecting on so she literally speaks out she's like talking to lillian she says lillian i loved you i still don't understand this dynamic i still think they were kind of like a low key throuple but we do get more of a insight on their relationship so clearly caroline was friends with lillian first and i guess lillian was having some health troubles um like shakes and stuff like that so she caroline urged her to go to the doctor and that's where Caroline and Lillian find out that Lillian's pregnant with Mark's child. Yeah. So now it's Uber confirmed on is Lillian's baby. Yeah, for sure. Um, and it, it does say, it, it says that had been how Caroline had found out. Um, so Caroline opened her doors, took Lillian into her home and into her life and into her heart. She had not known then that she would fall in love with Mark, too. She hadn't met him yet. She'd only known him through Lillian's word, words. How could she have known how it would all go? Um, so she's just taking this time to really think about all that, like that whole domino effect of how she ended up here on this boat. And then she looks at Ondine and she really finally notices how sick, sick Ondine looks. Yeah, it's like fucking finally, bitch. I know, man. Poor girl. Long enough. Even the- Kooky Annie figured it out before you did. To so the literally the very last minutes, the very last moments, you finally yeah. figured out. Um, the- and as she's like, Oh shit. <laughs> oh, Dean does not look good. Um, a steward is like, get on the lifeboat. And he just like pushes her onto a lifeboat and she like tries to say, like, no way, I'm waiting for my husband. And then she just gets thrown onto a lifeboat. That's boat, so that- sad. I know. And <sighs> I feel like instead of like women and children first, it should have been like families first. Yeah, like you know, if you're single, fucking wait a little bit. Like fam, like husband, wife, and child should be on the boat first. Mm-hmm. And Especially like-, like in this day and age, I feel like if like husbands died, like women didn't really get that much of their their money, you know? Mm-hmm. Their dowry. They were screwed- <laughs> yeah, the dowry. They were hell screwed over. Like I feel like. Although Mark was poor, he's obviously the exception in the situation. <laughs> like, yeah, It's <laughs> even Mark and Audine. <laughs> His broke ass, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Caroline's actually the breadwinner in this situation. <laughs> hey, girl power, <laughs> yeah. Um, girl we also, the chapter also told us about how Caroline always wanted a baby. She oh, yeah, it, it in says her- that. In- yeah. And in how her husband didn't understand how much she wanted one, right? But but, she was um, just couldn't have one medically speaking. Yeah, and it did say like he her her previous husband didn't understand how badly she wanted a child. Mhm. That's sad. Which makes you wonder, foul play? Oh. Oh. Well, and also like, oh, well, you have a kid now and you're not really that connected to her, so I know, man. What's the point Is that of guilt? Girl? Is that maybe yeah, maybe she literally to her? murdered Lillian. We never know that was the yeah. end of chapter 42 um in chapter 43 we're in lucille's point of view the first thing i said on my notes was this bitch is so pretentious oh i know oh my god she was so annoying like shut up <laughs> i know she's like although this one part was really funny because she was like saying how like she'd climb to the top basically like you know she she had a really bad first husband and she like still made her way out of it and like got a, a good fashion company, all of this shit. And she mm-hmm. says, and now she would be damned if she had come all this way in her life to die in the middle of the ocean. Like, okay. Okay, Miss yeah, Goldbox, I can respect, I can't respect, oh, respect that part. Her. But she is still a, a pretentious rich person. Yeah. it's everything that happened after this part, that was like, all right, go die. Yeah, like, come on, girl. <laughs> and she <laughs> literally tries to convince her husband to sneak onto the lifeboat with her. And he's like, she doesn't no. convince him. She doesn't try to convince him. She does convince yeah, him. Yeah, she pretty much does. She's like, "Come on, get on the lifeboat with me." And He's like, "I can't." And she literally says, "You'll get on the lifeboat with me if we have to put you in a dress and a feather boa." Which at one point I was in some some part, he was like, "Okay, that's kind of sweet because you saw you like look at your husband as somebody who like stood by you, who's like supportive of you, even though yeah. he wasn't like your." love like she Your didn't love yeah she didn't really love yeah because she uh, yeah she's, she's lesbian yeah. yeah but um but so but she she he was like her his comp- her companion and yeah. she wanted to bring him along which like i get that i can't say i want to do the same but like but you do that to else, would i bring him <laughs> yeah i'll try oh I, I, <laughs> yeah I, I i'll pull a roll i'd be like i'm gonna jump <laughs> But if you were on the little, on the board, would you have made room for him? I don't think I would get on. You would have stayed in the water with him? Oh, I would have made room. I thought you meant, like, when I get on the lifeboat? And I was like, I'm uh, going to get on the lifeboat. I I couldn't leave him. I mean, I feel so bad. Yeah, yeah, I would have done, you know, like, in the beginning when Rose, like, is on the lifeboat and she jumps off? I would have done that. I know. would beat my ass. <laughs> Oh, your mom would have been, oh, been out for blood if you did that for her. Oh, Dude, my God. She said, all these 24 years, this is how yeah. you did it? <laughs> this is how you repay me? Yeah, but no, Damn I wouldn't you. move over if it was a board. Hell yeah, we, we're both going to die. <laughs> I know, but I, I mean, I get it. I, I mean, get I, it, but I don't. I mean, I guess... Cause think about like he was in that water. Now this is like a uh, a Titanic analyze analyzing <laughs> podcast. But anyway, he was in the water,
1: and that mm-hmm. water is
0: cold as hell. Yeah, and like it is really cold. Your your mind probably doesn't work like work right right. Like mm-hmm. they probably just weren't thinking of like all yeah the with wings. the adrenaline and stuff. Yeah, I feel like there would have been a, a better solution, but. I feel really? like there had to have been another big-ass piece of wood floating nearby. Like, come on now. Yeah, I know. If she found that big old door, like, there had to have been another big old piece of wood for him to get on. But, you know, you live and you die, so. Yeah, I guess. I don't know what I would have done, though, if I woke up and saw my, like, great love's dead, frozen body <laughs> right in front of me. I would have jumped into the water and been like, kill me, too. I don't know. What <laughs> What the heck? I always think about that when I watch the end. I know like, that's How did you so live with yourself seeing that? I know. And like her life went on. She had a good life. She, yeah, she sure got married. She's hella rich. I know, man. How dare you? I know. <laughs> what did he you sacrifice? You're supposed to mourn forever. <laughs> I know. Never get with anyone else. God. I know. Girl, adopt. We want kids that bad. Yeah. Anyway, we digress. But I mean, at least she does take his last name like when she gets off of the boat i'm gonna cry all <laughs> so over again i know i want to watch it again <sighs> we should watch it together as like a last for all after the book's over i'm down okay the only redeeming part of that movie like that makes the movie good is uh-huh. the ending they have where like uh-huh. they reconnect re- uh-huh. they, they find each other again i love that after part death he cries so that's, a, that's the only reason i can stand to watch everything else. oh absolutely i'm like wow they make it they made it again Oh my god! I told you that part makes me sob so hard. I love oh, that. my heart hurts right now. My god. I know. Okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> Back to freaking bitchy Lucille. So <laughs> she's trying to sneak her husband on the on the lifeboat, and she finds like some attendant, and she's like, um. So first she spots the lieutenant, then she goes to her husband, and she gives him like her shawl, and she's like, put this on and like, don't say anything. So then she hauls the lieutenant over or the attendant and she like flashes her ring which is funny because a few chapters back she had said she lost it but clearly she found it Mm -hmm. i think it's funny that she found it i feel like she always had it um and she's like she pretty much she like threatens him and bribes him at the same time because she's like look you're probably gonna die because you're lower class and you're an attendant so like if you let me and my husband on this lifeboat right now, I'll give you this ring, or I'll keep this ring and I'll give it to your family after you're dead, so that they can like take care of themselves. Like, what kind of bribe is that? Oh my when god! You're desperate when like that man was desperate, like he needed some type of saving grace. He needed a fucking like life, a fucking uh, what do you call it? a life? What? What do you call it when you? What do you call that thing? you throw a life ring? He need a fucking life ring. Oh, throwing like a him. lifesaver. Yeah. Yeah, and that was that, and. Also, that ring was like for her. That really was like a huge. Yeah, that was a huge given and her because that ring was like given her from like given to her by like her true love. Oh, was it given to her by her lover? Yeah. Oh, that man, could I could be wrong. I'm, but I'm, I'm pretty sure <laughs> we might be making assumptions.
1: That's <laughs> on. we're adding on to
0: the story. Well, that's also like, is she really going to it? Was she really going to do it after? That whole like how it, there's no contract holding her to that, and like do you even know his like his full name? Yeah, like what's his, his last name? How are you? What's gonna his get address? Contact? Yeah, exactly. Like, I was like, I mean, boy, you got scammed baby. too. <laughs> yeah, he yeah, you guys are both in the same boat right now. Shit hurts, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, so she basically is like, get us into this lifeboat and lower it onto the water, and he's like, it's ha- it's only half full. She's like, do you want this ring or not? that is awful at least tell him to fill the boat up i know it's so bad that awful. is so bad it's literally so bad um and then she tells one of the rowers to row and apparently i mean it leaves off kind of like on a cliffhanger yeah well they're gone yeah th- we know she awful. made it that is pretty screw bad her screw her i wish her but you know, she got she got scared. When people get scared, they get desperate. Yeah, and one thing I will commend her for is that she asks for her husband. Like she wants her husband to be with her too, even though she obviously doesn't love him. Doesn't it, he's not in love with him? Yeah, but yeah, she she loves him, but she's not in love with him. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Damn. See, this I really hope I'm never in these like type of situations because I don't ever want to have to like really learn learn about myself like that like I really hope I'm never like a Lucille I know but you right? really you really don't know what you'll do until you're put in these type of situations yeah that's so true but I think I'm I'm think. I think I'm a jack I'm not a Lucille yeah I feel like yeah I think you're very much like a sacrificial kind of person yeah you have you have morals that's why <laughs> yeah but also if I was on that boat And I heard Lucille say, lower it, and it was lowered. I would have (laughs) complained. Oh, I would have been like, hey, who can I talk to? Because this bitch just bribed this dude. I know, but then you're 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 (laughs) lied. I would have jumped. I would have like jumped on the boat and been like, you stupid idiot.
1: (laughs) Oh, we're different people. I would (laughs) have just
0: left. I would have left. I would have left that half mass. (laughs) I have capacity, half mass. Half capacity. It wouldn't have been my idea. I, I wouldn't have done it myself. But if I'm on the boat and I made the safety, I made the safety. See, it's like mean. I don't know where my morals lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Okay, now we're on chapter twenty-four. This chapter is on Les's perspective. Um, during this chapter, he's currently at the um, the like the bottom bottom quarters of the boat because he's he's arrested. Yeah. He's um. Yeah. yeah he's arrested um and pretty much during this time um he's noticing the water starting to rise Mm -hmm. um nobody's coming to get him he realizes now that he's like the last priority at this point he's like going through his conscious right now and he's pretty much telling himself that pretty much fate has caught up with him Mm -hmm. that he's he's pretty much getting what he deserves at this point And he's, like, he's starting to run out of hope. Um, He's still noticing the water rise more and more. And he thinks all hope is lost. Um, And he's kind of coming to, like, accept that as what it is. Until he starts hearing, like, he's um, trying to get in um, to the door. Mm -hmm. And surprise, surprise, uh, when the door opens, it's Madeline Astor. Oh, yeah. Um, It's Madeline, dude. Um, (laughs) Pregnant old Madeline. And uh, her pregnant ass. And like Les is shocked to see her too, but obviously like he doesn't question her that much. Yeah, he um he goes along with her, mm-hmm. um, and like at this point he is just focused to getting them to the top because like he has like a sec he is like second hope again, like yeah. he can survive. Mm-hmm. Um, while Madeline, uh while they're making their way to the top, Madeline um explains her true purpose for getting him, mm-hmm. um. Wishes to um because she still believes that he's like a psychic. So she wants to like she wants to know her fate. I feel bad because I feel like there's some kind of disadvantage going on. Like she's still being taken advantage of. Like she doesn't realize that he's like literally been scamming her this whole time. But yeah, as I'll say, as they're like making their way up to the top of the deck, Madeline asks Les, she like reveals her true motives for getting her, and that's to find out what her fate is yeah and um at this point, Les definitely does feel guilty now because he had like during this whole like fiasco of them like escaping from the quarters where he was locked up and going towards the top of the deck, he has like a slight like a slight like, like itch scammer because that's where like his his mind is and that's like he's a thief at heart did you and, see uh, an itch to scam her yeah <laughs> <laughs> a familiar little itch again <laughs> um t- yeah and all that shit um uh, but he decides not to because like he feels guilty after like madeline explains like her worries she's worried that if she makes it to the top of the boat and she gets in she's gonna like she's not gonna have her husband she has like a baby on the way yeah, she doesn't know yeah, how. Yeah. She doesn't know. She's not gonna know how to raise a baby and this mm-hmm. and that. And then Les actually, Les has kind of a, a redeeming moment too. Oh yeah, and they, they pretty, have a good old heart to heart. They do, and Les pretty much like takes her and tells her, like, "You're gonna have to make it work because you have no other choice. You're gonna have to be there for that baby because you have no other choice." And as they make it, as they make their way to the lifeboat that's about to um touch water, uh-huh. he um. He tells her you have to get you have to get on this boat because it's your only hope right now and you can't wait around for anybody else. Yeah. Which is the push. You know, like good for you. Yeah, good for him, right? I'm glad he said that. And that's the push that um that home homegirl needs because she gets on <laughs> she gets on the boat. Mm-hmm. Um and as the boat is being lowered, um, Les and die, they run into each other and they see each other. Oh, this part was romantic, low-key. I know. <laughs> ah, I low key I hate all of these fucky characters, but this shit had me emotional. Uh huh. Redeem each other, and Les yeah. Les sees Die and realizes that Die looks like pretty much is shocked to see him. Uh-huh. Um, this is very much a Rose and Jack moment right here. It really it was is the gay Rose and Jack moment <laughs> <that> everyone needed. <laughs> because he, I Die never thought that he was gonna find him, and yeah. Les didn't think that didn't think so either. Uh huh. I don't, imagine that's how like they ended their ways, like with never like with him being arrested and them never seeing each other again. That's so sad. I know, yeah, all oh, my heart. Anyway, <laughs> um, and like as they like 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 reconnected, they saw each other again. Mm-hmm. Um, Les hears a shouting coming from the boat that's being lowered to the into the water. Um, he looks down, he sees Madeline waving at him. He um and he hears the one of the crewmates saying. We need we need a man. We need a man to help row the boat. And you saved her. She said you saved her. So you can come on. Come on. We need your help. Yeah. And Les, he like all these things are going through his mind right now. And he thinks about Di. He thinks about when they first met, how Di had so much potential. Yeah, uh-huh. he, he had so much opportunity to be great, to be a great boxer, to make something out of his life. Yeah. But he was held back because of his friendship with Les. And because of his loyalty to Les. Yeah. And so when Les hears somebody tell him to try to usher him onto the boat, he sees this as his like redeeming moment mm-hmm. or like a way to make things right. And so he whispers something into Dai's ears. I can't, I don't remember the words, but ultimately what he said was goodbye. He, he says, says um, Never doubt that I chose you. Yeah. Oh and then he gave him a shove knocking him onto the boat into the lifeboat oh my gosh and you know this is actually les's second redeeming moment because a few chapters back is when he you know die gets caught with the god that stupid ass suitcase of money and les comes and says you know what? it's actually me i was the one that stole it so like this is the second time he's really putting die before himself and like this is definitely... I know I was talking shit about this guy in the beginning of the book. I really did not like... <laughs> said, I hope he dies. I really said I hope he dies, but I'm really proud of like the character development. Yeah. I yeah. think they deserve their own spinoff. Oh my gosh. They totally <laughs> do. You're so right. I'm going to petition for that because honestly, you're so right. Okay. So that ended chapter, chapter 44... Mm -hmm. on to chapter 45, which is in Annie's perspective. Um, Annie's made her way to the top of the ship. Wait, hold on. Yeah, that's, yeah, she's she's on the top of the ship. Someone's trying to get her onto a lifeboat. Like, that's exactly how it starts. Okay, yeah, she's on the top of the ship, and she's trying to, she's I guess they're trying to usher into a lifeboat, but she doesn't, she doesn't want to get into a lifeboat because she's still on the hunt for, like, Audine. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and Mark and whatnot. Uh-huh. But um, but she's wrestled onto the boat, and she, like, kind of tumbles her way inside of it. And as she's sitting down, she realizes that on the other end of the boat is Caroline and <laughs> that Audine. That is so awkward. I know. <laughs> and when, Car- when when Annie sees um Caroline, she realizes that Caroline she looks Caroline looks like scared to see her Uh and Annie thinks it's because Caroline knows her secret Mm -hmm. when when act when in actuality Caroline just doesn't trust Annie and thinks that Annie isn't safe yeah rightfully so I feel like they're both kind of right in their own way in their own way except yeah in their own way because Annie does think that I mean Annie's kind of right in that on possibly might be getting poisoned from that the goddamn cocaine that she's mm-hmm. probably been ingesting. But I don't think that Caroline's been intentionally doing that to her. And that's No, not intentionally. Yeah. Um, but as, as Caroline and you are in the water, um, I think Caroline like scooshes back or whatever, and she rocks the boat. And as yeah. she rocks the boat, the boat, the boat becomes unsteady. Mm-hmm. Um, and like everybody's kind of like jolted in and like is hanging on Uh and um Caroline loses her like balance or footing or whatever and while holding Audine she falls into the water yeah she like falls backward into the water yeah she goes overboard Mm -hmm. and keep in mind she's wearing she's wearing like a wool coat at this point too and like which is it like that's that's gonna weigh you down when it's like gonna soak up well she's already wearing you know women back in the day used to wear hella like skirts and dresses Mm -hmm. and stuff like yeah it's not it's not looking good for her that's always say. and then literally like barely any seconds pass because right when caroline falls into the water Mm -hmm. annie jumps in after her yeah um and annie makes makes her way to caroline and audine Mm mm-hmm and she realizes she has two choices, which is to just to just save Audine or to save Caroline and Audine. Yeah. And ultimately, because I mean like I at her core, Annie is like a good per- person. She's delusional, yeah. but she's like she's a, she's a good girl, right? The she's a good intention. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: um,
0: so she decides to save Carol, She decides to try to save Caroline and Audine. Yeah. Um, she's she she um, encourages Caroline to not let like, go of Adine while she tries to pull Caroline like keep her above water and pull her back to I guess the boat the mm-hmm. lifeboat yeah um but like Caroline is she's heavy she's wearing that wool coat that yeah. wool coat is weighing her down and Annie does say Annie knew wool was heavy as sandbags when wet she may as well have wrapped herself in an anchor oh that's yeah awful um and as annie is struggling to save them both um caroline basically reaches audine after her and pretty much like save her yeah um like save my baby save my child mm-hmm. um and at this moment annie has a memory about um about um desmond Hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, Desmond, yeah. Desmond told her. He said, "The cardinal rules revival in the sea, Annie. Beware of drowning persons. In this panic, they will pull you under with them." She'd heard the settlement, the sediment many times, but when Des had said to her, he'd meant something else by it. He'd meant, "I can't see. I can't save you, Annie." He'd meant, "God can't save us all." He'd meant, "It's either you or me," and he'd chosen. Oh. Yeah. That's freaky, man. I know. He chose himself. Yeah. She uh, is Yeah. And Caroline chose Aldine.
1: Yeah. And
0: so did so did Annie. Uh-huh. Well, Annie Annie tried to save them, save them both. Good for her. Good for her, yeah. But I mean and good for Caroline too to like. Say you know to this is a very sacrificial chapter because Caroline obviously yeah. like please save the baby over me which is like it's very noble. Yeah, also like you know, a mother's instinct. You're always gonna give it to your her. child. I'll give it to her. You're always sense. gonna try to. You're always gonna put your child before yourself. Yeah. Even at like as you in like your very last moments in time, you're gonna put your child before before yourself. Uh huh. But um, but so between like Annie and Caroline's last interaction are, are them. I guess Annie is still looking at Caroline, trying not to let go. And right before, like, she does let go, she Mm -hmm. sees Caroline, and for a split second, Caroline looks like somebody else. She looks like somebody covered in scratches on her face, and she remembers this person who looks so familiar as Lillian. Um, Lillian, she's... Hold on, what does it say? It says, Annie felt such a strong sense of recognition at the face and the name that she let let out a cry and let go of Lillian. No, of Caroline. And then Annie knew Lillian was haunting them because she wanted her daughter back. And at this oh, point, God. at this point, the chapter ends with Caroline being gone. Drowning. Literally drowning to death. Jesus. And she's, and she's gone. Oh. And Aud- now it's Annie's job to get Ondine back to safety. Yeah. Oh, my God. This was a rough chapter. I don't, I don't like how that ended. it. I don't think Caroline deserves that kind of death. <laughs> I don't think either. And then at this point, Annie, Annie still has on Dean. So like what, at what point does this bitch, because if I was Caroline and if I was, if I had <laughs> made it into the spirit world and I became a ghost, I'd be like, bitch, what was this all for? I gave you my daughter or whoever's fucking daughter, Lillian's daughter, so you can save her. And in the end, sh- you lose her anyway. Are you kidding? <laughs> Dude, I no. know what? God, oh my god, I would lose it. Okay, so chapter forty forty-six. Okay. This one's in William Steed's perspective. Yes. Um the beginning the beginning of the chapter, Steed is looking over the railing, um, on the boat, on the ship. He's mm-hmm. looking at the whole spectacle of Caroline and Audine falling into the water and yeah, Annie. So he witnessed all of this. Yeah, and Annie jumping in after her. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure like everybody else looking at it it looks like he's terrified oh yeah um he's terrified and he has like a moment of I don't know like like great something greater than himself because in this moment um he realizes that she'll never make it Mm -hmm. um he's realizing that like he's seeing all these people that he's come to like form connections with and they're dying like they're not they're yeah. not going to make it he saw caroline go under Caroline's somebody that he like had like sat down and like broken bread with and oh, like sure yeah. to like had a glass of wine with and whatnot uh-huh. and and she like she's he saw her die and go under the water yeah. and so like i think he's having i think everybody is just having like you know they're like their true selves are starting to come out and like like their moral compasses are, start, are starting to show and Williams' moral compass is starting the show because he asks himself, "Is anybody going to help them? Is are, is Annie the only one who's going to try to help?"
1: Mm-hmm. And so,
0: and this at this moment, he decides that he's going to help too, and he ends up actually jumping into the water to try and save them. Yeah. And when he jumps into the water, excuse me, when he jumps into the water, like the first thing that like, he re- like he realizes is how cold it is, oh, which is God. like. Like so cold he's surprised like his, his heart is still breathing. Oh and like dude, that's like so terrifying to me. Oh, I know. Cause like even when I'm outside and it's cold, I'm like shivering to like my core. Yeah. Imagine like like that pen prickling, like like needles poking you type of cold that like you oh. like like taking like a huge breath because you feel like you can't breathe. Like yeah. That sounds terrifying like you, you can only last so long in that type of like below zero like degree temperature yeah that's and wild. I hate I hate to like bring this back to Titanic the movie but it's like how Jack describes it in the movie he's like it's like a thousand knives like hitting you at once like I'm uh-huh. sure because have yet yeah, I don't know if you've ever like dipped your hand in like ice water like that's literally how it feels it's like it hurts needles hitting yeah you. It, like it kind of burns a little bit it's yeah not it hard. does it's like white hot pain yeah it's yeah awesome. god I feel bad um so he jumps into the water and he swims towards Annie. He asks Annie, "What are you doing?" Annie saying that she's going to swim towards the, uh, she's swimming towards a ship. She's not to, swimming towards to the lifeboat because yeah. she wants to go find Mark. God, Williams like, still not over him, girl. <laughs> Williams like, and she's been in this water for a long time too. So I think her mind is starting to go off a little bit too. Like she has to be just as cold as everybody else. Yeah, it's honestly amazing that she's still standing especially exerting all that energy, trying to pull Caroline from the water, holding on me, having to tread water. This girl must be exhausted. Uh And like, she, she even, she she does say she has like a very strong, like swim background. She's a very good swimmer. Yeah. Like like, water is her second home. Mm -hmm. But even then, like girl, how are you surviving right now? Yeah. And he literally is like, think of the baby, the baby will die. Yeah. And that's kind of what snapped her back to her senses. Yeah. And, um, and she's and she's able to lead um, he's able to lead Annie and Audine back to the lifeboat. Mm-hmm. Um, they take they take her, they take Annie, they take Audine. I'm pretty sure Annie's unconscious now at this point. Yeah, she's like literally unconscious. Yeah. Um yeah, so actually even on their way back to the lifeboat is when he when she becomes unconscious and he had to actually pull her to safety and they had a they had a the passengers had to pull her up into the boat. And then it's kind of fucked up. And then William tried to oh, get yeah. on the boat too. William tried to pull himself onto the boat too, but they stopped him because so like they the- were over capacity and there's uh-huh. no and there is no room for him. And um, um, that's what that's what the um the men were saying He were like rowing the boat. But the but the other passenger, like the woman, they were pretty much begging for like to let him on because he like he just saved these yeah, people like they said yeah too. they're like he's a hero like we should bring yeah. that and then some woman was like just hang on to the boat that'll be better than, that'll be better than dying or pretty much like it's all you <laughs> got it's better he's than- pulling a jack <laughs> <laughs> than nothing. i'm like girl <laughs> what are you talking about you know, i know what? why don't you get in the water and you tell me that it's just i same. know and uh um, William Steed. He said that the w- the woman had no idea how cold the water was, and but Steed knew, and that she was wrong, ridiculous, ridiculously so. Mm-hmm. Um, he was said he was so cold and so weak that he could no longer feel his own body. Um, yeah, and he was like falling asleep, and he he even thought to himself, "If I fall asleep, I'll drown. If he oh, falls asleep, he'll drown. Awful. If he falls asleep, he'll drown." And um. The chapter basically ends with the passengers on the lifeboat talking amongst themselves, um, and they were talking so much that they never realized that he was sinking, that he had let go of the boat and was sinking towards the bottom because yeah. he, he couldn't he couldn't do it anymore. Oh it got hold gosh. of him, and um, the chapter ends. Um, the chapter ends with this. This was kind of problematic. Oh wait, hold on, my micer, my microphone. Oh. Okay, there we go. Okay, the chapter ends with this. Um, the argument continued. The argument that's happening on the on the lifeboat between mm-hmm. the passengers. The argument continued as Steve's, um fingers slipped off the lifeboat, and no one noticed when he fell back, fell behind, and sank beneath the surface of the water. "I loved you, Eliza," was one of his last thoughts, and I would have prom- I would have protected you forever. <laughs> All this fine wait what all this time all all this time that's all I wanted you to know Mm. which actually before we talk about that um I should say earlier when the chapter first started and he was looking over the boat when he was seeing um Caroline fall into the water and Annie jump after her Uh um before like the moment before Caroline drowned, when he looked at Caroline, he could have sworn that he saw Eliza for himself. Oh yeah, we forgot to mention that. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. the way that the way that Annie saw Lillian, he uh-huh. saw Eliza. Yeah. So it, it just ties back to that thing, like people are just finding ghosts in other things. Yeah. But yeah, that line was hella problematic. I was like, ew. <laughs> yeah, it's like, dude, like we didn't forget this whole scandal that arose with I Eliza. Was like, I was like, why couldn't, why couldn't, why did he add that? Like, why couldn't yeah. he be, happy for, like, be like, let this be his like dying moment. He's like, um, what does this mean? He saved, he saved Emma and he saved like Audine. Like he, he died. Like, let that be it. Let yeah, it are. should. Yeah, there should have been no connection to Eliza whatsoever. But here we are. Here we are. It happened. It happened against our will. <laughs> what can we do? <laughs> and that was that. And that was the end of chapter 46. Oh, I know. Should we read The Diary of Lillian Nodding? Like right now? It's like a page. Yeah, do it. Should I read okay. it or do you want to read it? I can read it. Okay. okay. This, is, this is The Diary of Lillian Nodding. This is um, a letter that we have before we um, switch back to 1916. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. 8th of January, 1912. My daughter, you're finally here. And now that you're here, I can only wonder what I could have done. Or how I could have been so afraid of you. Afraid of what you meant to me to my life. Mine and your father's. How beautiful you are. You deserve to have a good life. I know what people would think of you if I kept you. How you would how you'd spend the rest of your life disgraced for being a, a bastard. <laughs> and treated differently Yikes. because of it. How your prospects would shrink. How much smaller and harder your, your world would be. How unfair and all because of me. How could I, your mother, do that to you? This is why I am agreeing to end my... to. to uh, this is why I'm agreeing to my end of the bargain. Oh shit! You deserve to be in a better place than this. My greatest hope is that you remain un, wait, untarnished mm-hmm. by my past that brought you here. That you remain safe and innocent forever, as I was not. Oh my... So is this basically her, like, suicide letter? But, like, what but was The end of the bargain, yeah. Who'd Did he have some right? kind of agreement with Caroline, maybe? Caroline? I think Caroline or Mark? Or a spirit? Oh, oh. Danielle. <laughs> That's a good little theory to have. Oh, yeah. Shit, maybe. I don't know. Uh, how are we literally six chapters from the end and I'm still confused? Dude, I have no idea. Something's not right. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going I'm I'm to find out what happens right now. Hold on. You going to the last page. I can't do it it anymore. I used to do it too. Wait, hold on. I'm gonna do two. Let's do it, and then we're not gonna say anything, okay? (laughs) I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the very last page. Oh, dead ass. Oh hell yeah! I'm gonna do it. I'm just gonna read like the very very last page. Oh (laughs) shit. Oh shit! Oh, oh yeah. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. I I saw Honestly, that. Honestly, yeah, I saw that coming. I saw, that still answers no questions. <laughs> well, we'll get to that next week, but yeah. it just confirms. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, we're gonna finish this next week. Okay, guys, <laughs> next week we'll be back with for chapters forty-seven to fifty-one plus the epilogue, our last few chapters of the book. We'll see you then. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Sip and Read. You can listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts under Sip and Read. You can also follow us on Instagram under at Sip and Read Podcast and on TikTok at Sip and Read. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Sip and Read. You can listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts under Sip and Read. You can also follow us on Instagram under at Sip and Read Podcast and on TikTok at Sip and Read. We'll see you next week.